0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, Just Grow With It. I'm your host, Jasmine Gower, where we speak about all things self improvement, self growth of every aspect of life. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Although today is Sunday afternoon, um, but I know this will be uploaded Tuesday morning. So today today is my sixth episode no, seventh episode. I just got a notification today from Spotify Podcaster saying that I've reached 100 uh what is it not 100 downloads but pretty much people 100 people have listened to one of these podcasts and so yeah overall I've had 100 plays and I don't know if that's I mean I guess it's a huge deal (laughs) so congrats to me and I guess there's more to come so I don't really take celebrations like you know, and when it comes to me celebrations, I'm just like, I don't know how to really take them. But for other people, I get more excited. But today I will be talking to you guys about my July takeaways. And what I mean by that is the lessons that I've learned. This is actually kind of like June slash July. Also, by the way, if you guys hear my AC in the background, I'm sorry. I tried turning it off during my record and it's too hot. Like I can't do it. I'm just like, no, I have to turn it on. So hopefully it's not too loud in here. But yeah, I just want to let you guys know just in case somebody hears it and they're trying to figure out what it is. But yes, back to what I was saying. I wanted to discuss lessons that I've learned in July um, slash June. Um, actually, this half of this year, because we're almost we're actually more than half almost done with the year. And I This year has been, well, not the whole year because it's not over yet, but lately, this has probably been one of the toughest years that I've ever had. The other toughest year that I had was 2020, no, 2021, actually, when I was going through my postpartum. But I think this year has been so stressful for me, and I think it's been stressful for a lot of people, especially with the inflation, with everything. Groceries are high, gas is high mental health is high. Like it's just so much going on. And sometimes when I get stressed out, I can't take, like, I don't take stress easily. You know, some people can work under pressure. Some people can be stressed for like two seconds and then they're over it. When I'm stressed, I dwell on certain things. I let it take control of my day, my life, my whole entire just being. So I, sometimes I shut down depending on how stressed I am. So I wanted to share three takeaways that I've learned in the past month or so. And the first lesson that I've learned is I am the problem. (laughs) And I don't know if that's considered a lesson, but I'm considering it a lesson. And what I mean by that is like, I create so much, so much stress for myself and I shouldn't like, I'm, known as an overthinker I'm known to try to control things that I cannot control and the things that I can't control I choose not to control which is very ironic but I tend to try to look for other reasons why something isn't going right instead of looking within and I came to this conclusion the other day I was at the doctor and this is my okay so It's this year has been very tough on me weight wise, like I've touched on my weight in a few episodes already, but I wanted to just dive in deeper about it. And I have been having the hardest time losing weight. And yes, I know I'm always at the gym. I eat 80. I think I eat 75, 80% healthy. Of course, I dip into something unhealthy, like I might have a cheeseburger or a bag of chips. Every once in a while, but I try to not have those things all the time, you know, but I also try not to restrict myself because I know if I do, I'm just going to devour whatever's in front of me anyway, but I've been having the hardest time losing weight. And to me, I'm just like, dang, I've been doing this program for months. I just completed a 22 week program, which is really big for me because I'm, I, I'm usually that person while I'll start something and I don't finish it. But with this program, I was like, I'm going to do the whole thing. And 22 weeks is like five months and like a week, which is a very long time for me. But I completed it and I kind of looked at my body and I'm just like, I've been doing this program for five months. I see a little bit of progress, but I feel like I should see more. And I've been trying to figure out what the issue is. You know, first, um, I was trying to blame my cycle because I get my cycle twice a month. Which is, yes, I get my cycle twice a month. And I'm like, dang, I should call my OBGYN and see if they can find something wrong. Because maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Because I start looking at um YouTube videos on PCOS, which is like a, I don't even know how to explain it. It's something that a lot of women go through. So I'm like, oh, maybe I have that. So I went to the OBGYN. They did this procedure on me, a very small procedure. It wasn't surgery or anything. And they results came back normal. And then I went to the eye doctor and she brought up sleep apnea might be my issue because my eyes were doing something weird. Did the sleep studies test. Kaiser, they send you home with a machine, not a whole machine, but like a little gadget that you have to hook up to yourself in different ways. And it records your sleep. And I had to turn that in the next day so they can go over my results and let me know whether I have sleep apnea or not and what I can do from then on, you know, then on out. Got a call from the sleep study doctor. He's She's like, everything is good. She was like, you might snore a lot. But she was like, you don't have sleep apnea. And I'm just annoyed because for me, I feel like I want something to be wrong just so I can have something to blame, you know, and... I was talking to her about my weight. And she was like, yeah, I understand, blah, 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 blah. She was like, I think you should talk to your primary physician. And I'm like, okay. So I talked to not a primary physician, but someone, because my primary physician is really booked. So I went to the doctor regarding my weight. I'm like, what is it? What's going on with me? And he's like, he's looking at my chart. He's like, everything is normal. Your thyroids are normal. Everything that would be... um a little different is normal for me, you know, everything that would affect my weight, like my thyroid, my blood pressure, my blood sugar, my cholesterol levels and all of that. And I told him, I was like, hey, I've been having a very hard time and I started getting emotional because I'm like, I feel like something is wrong. I tell him what my routine is for working out. I tell him about my diet and stuff like that. And he was like, well, do you stress a lot? And I was like, absolutely. Like I I told him, I was like, this year I have stressed so much. I think this is the most stressed out year that I've had, actually. And he was like, well, you know, stress can be a huge indicator of weight gain. He said a lot of, some people lose weight when they're really stressed and some people gain weight when they're really stressed. It just depends on the person. He said, maybe it's... (laughs) He was like, maybe it's not some other, some other factor. He was like, maybe it's something within you that needs to change. And I was just like, first of all, don't come for me like that. But at the, at the same time, "Mm, you're onto something. And I was just like, really? And he was like, yeah, he was like, maybe you're overthinking it. He was like, you know, everything seems normal with you. He was like, yes, you are technically, you know, I'm, when it comes to the numbers, the BMI chart, I'm technically obese. I'm way, I'm too, I'm like way overweight, you know, and it might not seem like it because I'm tall. So I carry it differently, but I'm definitely overweight. I'm considered obese. Okay. And he's like, maybe there's other things that you can slightly change. And he did bring up meditation. He brought up, um, switching up my routine a little bit, trying different workouts. So he just pretty much was just like, maybe it's something that you need to do. Maybe it's nothing else. He said clearly because he went down all the tests that I've done, everything that I've done and everything is coming back normal. So that should tell me something. I'm like, you know what? You're right. So I left, got in my car and I just sat there for like 10 minutes and I was like, I am the problem. Like I am overly obsessed with my weight. I have been overly obsessed with my weight since this year started Part of the reason is because, like, I look at myself too much. I have to stop doing that. I know it's hard to do, especially when you're in the bathroom getting undressed to get in the shower. But I'm, like, overly obsessed with my weight to the point where I look at myself everywhere. I'm at home. I'm looking at myself. When I'm at work in the bathroom, of course, I make sure nobody walks in and I'm looking at myself just to see a change. And I'm just like, why am I not making changes? Blah, blah, blah. I look at my stomach. My stomach is the biggest thing on me. You know, and when I see my stomach that looks the same, I feel like I'm not making progress at all. And I shouldn't have I shouldn't be looking at that, you know. So I feel like with this, with me being the problem, I've been trying to find other factors that's wrong when it's really just me, you know, and I'm just like, I'm like laughing in the car like, Jasmine, you are ridiculous. You need to stop. You know, and I'm like praying for God to guide me, you know, through my journey and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like he probably, he more than likely has been guiding me, but it takes, you know, it takes for me to do my part too. God's probably up there like, girl, I am guiding you. What are you doing though? Worrying about everything. And it's just, stress can really kill you. And I feel like I stress myself out so much. My body, you know, the doctor said something about when you're in this, stress mode your body goes to what did he say fight or flight you know and he's like you are always in that mode so your insulin levels can be spiked your blood pressure can be high your blood sugar everything is just spiked up so when you when you're stressing it just stays there so you're not giving your body enough time to relax that's why they say like try not to eat every hour because you eat at one o'clock you're eating at two thirty. You didn't give your body time to relax from digesting the first meal that you had, so that's why snacking is an issue for some people. But I'm going off topic. But basically, he's just like stress is a huge indicator of weight, like weight gain, weight loss. He was like, you need to do your research. He printed some stuff out for me, but he was like, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube that you can watch and see how science people or doctors go deep into it like cortisol levels and stuff like that cortisol is a hormone or whatever that if it spikes like it can affect everything you know so yeah I'm definitely the problem I overthink everything Um, and these are things that people have been telling me for a long time but of course people hear it like I hear it but I have to come to the realization myself And I'm just now coming to that realization. I'm like, i be doing way too much. I feel like um, I put myself into these situations and nobody can control it but me. I can't expect nobody else to help me. Clearly, I got all these tests coming to me saying, girl, you normal, you normal. You are the issue. And I think God has been trying to tell me that too. (laughs) God's probably like, girl, I don't know what you're doing all of this for, but you might want to look at yourself. And I kind of looked at myself this morning and I was like... I am tripping. I look fine. I need to, you know, know better about my self-worth. Like, I need to know that I'm good, you know, and my confidence, when it comes to confidence, I know I'm kind of ranting, but it is what it is. When it comes to confidence, I feel like I have confidence every other day. Like, I'm like any other woman, any other woman. Like, I... I like myself, or I love myself one day, then the next day you feel like shit. I feel like we all kind of have those days anyway, but I feel like my confidence levels are pretty low and I need to work on that. But I feel like me having low confidence has blocked so many blessings for me that I'm just like, I really need to get it together. You know, I feel like I've been in this season of trying to figure out what I want to do, um, especially when it comes to like my job, my hobbies, like Um, my therapist actually told me, you know, I've been, I've had this therapist for about, I want to say a year and a half or two. It'll be, I think it'll be two years in September. And, you know, I used, you know, every, I'm a job hopper. Okay. Like I've had so many jobs and at every job I noticed the same thing. And she's noticed the same thing because I've talked to her about my history and stuff like that. And she's like, you notice that every time you go to a different job, you always find something wrong with it. You know, and I was just like, well, you know, because the job that I have now, I'm a medical caseworker, which is a fancy word for saying case manager for the county, for Department of Mental Health. And I've been dabbing into mental health, the mental health field for quite some time. And I'm realizing like the mental health field is not for me. And I told her, you know, when I'm at work, I feel like everybody is into what they're doing. I work with the homeless population. and So many people are, they love helping people, which I do too, but not everybody, you know, like I'm just being completely honest and everybody just loves what they're, what they do. People have been doing this job for so many years and I'm just sitting here like, it's just a job for me. And for me, I feel bad about that. And I'm, you know, talking to my therapist and I'm like, I'm running into people at work and I'm asking them how long they've been doing it and why they like it. And I don't have that same reaction. And I told my therapist, like, what does that mean? Does that mean, like, does that mean I, I feel bad that I don't care sometimes, you know, but I choose not to care because when I'm too deep into a job and I start overworking myself, I stress myself out, which is what I was doing months ago. Like months ago, I would cry at work cuz I'm like I don't know what to do. I'm new. Everything was thrown at me, you know, which happens to a lot of people, which sucks. And my therapist was like, "Jasmine, what if this job is just meant for you to have a job?" She was like, "It doesn't have to be a career. Um, it might be their career clearly because they love what they do, but she was like for you it might just be a job. This might just be where you are right now for a reason, you know?" And everybody, well, my close friends know my daughter Alani goes to speech therapy, and she's also about to start occupational therapy. So this job has been flexible for me to take her to her services. And my therapist is just like, what if you have this job just so you can dedicate your time to your daughter? She was like, it can be as simple as that. You know, it doesn't have to be your career. You are in this position because it's flexible at the moment, because, you, you need it. You know, she was like, any other job right now would probably not let you have Mondays off to cater to your kids. She was like, some jobs might, but she said most jobs don't care if you have kids or not. So she was like, maybe that's just the reason the flexibility right now is just working for you. And that's just what it is. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like my therapist really just be like, Jasmine, it's not that deep. You know, I feel like we've been working together for so long that she's able to talk to me like she's able to talk to me like that without me getting offended. And she's like, Jasmine, it's really not that deep. Think about this. And she gives me pointers. And then that's what it is. But yes, with this first topic, I am the problem. (laughs) And I'm going to work on that from here on out because I have to start slapping myself or something because I can't keep going on like this because nobody else is doing this to me but myself. So that's one takeaway is I am the problem. My second takeaway from July or these other few months was is well actually, yeah, my progress slash process is mine. And I know that's cliche. Obviously, I'm talking I'm talking about not only fitness, but just life in general. Because we all get on social media, we're trying to figure out how they got to where they are today. You're being passed up. You're feeling left out. I feel like we all felt like that at least once, you know, or twice, especially now with social media. Everybody's showing these glamorous, these glamorous vacations, these glamorous items that they have and you don't have it. So it makes you feel like, damn, why I don't have it? Or why, you know, prime example, I always feel like all these YouTubers, influencers, I'm just like... All they do is post videos, and I'm pretty sure it's harder work. Harder. Okay, I feel like I'm saying it the wrong way. <laughs> I I feel like we think it's super easy for people to record all day and do this. I'm pretty sure it's time consuming and stuff like that, and it could be stressful. But at the same time, it's like, gosh, when we were kids, my generation, 1994, 93, 92, whatever. We were always told, go to school, you need school to have a good job, blah, 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 blah. Here we are today. No, that is not true. And I'm not stepping down on anybody who's in school right now. You do what you want to do. But for me, personally, depending on your profession that you want to get into, you know, I just feel like it's a waste of time. You know, that's my opinion. I don't want nobody getting offended by that. Obviously, if you're trying to be a lawyer, a doctor... You know, you have to go to school for that. So it's not a waste of time. You can't just become a doctor by looking at YouTube videos. That's just an absolute no. But when it comes to making money, it's so many people making much more money than the people who sat in school for four years, sat in college for four years. And I have this problem of comparison. And I think we all do just comparing ourselves to people on social media, comparing ourselves to our friends, like... You're surrounded by people that are married or getting married or pregnant or getting pregnant or, you know, and you're just sitting there not doing either one. Like it's, it, I'm sure it can be very annoying, you know, and very, it makes you feel like you're not doing anything. Like life is passing you up. And I feel like that with life. I feel like that with my job. I feel like, oh, by now I should be into what I'm doing. But I've watched so many videos where people didn't get into what they were doing until 35, 40. They didn't find their what they're calling their purpose until they got much older than 30. So I have to keep telling myself that's not the route God wants me to go down. He clearly has another plan for me, and it's just not that. Everybody's progress and process is different, and I'm going to just have to wait. <laughs> Like, I'm tired of waiting in the waiting room. I'm just like, God, when is it my turn? I'm confused. When when is it gonna happen for me? And I actually overthink that as well. And I'm just like, okay, you know, everything happens for a reason. This, that, and the third. And I'm just like, I guess it's just a waiting game. And I guess it has to do with um faith as well. My faith can be rocky when I'm stressed because when I'm stressed out, I don't think anything biblical. I don't even think about God and I know that's bad, but you know, when you're stressed, you just focused on what you're stressed about, you know? So I, lately I've been feeling like, you know, how people say God feels far away, you know? So, and I've been feeling like that because I'm praying and praying and praying and I've even skipped prayers because I'm like, fuck it, ain't nothing happening for me anyway. But I just have to keep praying, you know? It's not praying. I feel like that's just the enemy trying to get into my head and trying to tell me otherwise. So I have to keep praying to keep myself focused and keep myself focused on God. And I feel as though my faith is being tested. (laughs) And I heard and I think it's a quote where it's like, you know, when you feel like God is far away, you know how they say, um, teachers are silent during the test. So I feel like when God is so far away, I feel like I'm being tested. I feel like he's trying to see what I'm going to do, how obedient I am and stuff like that. So I'm trying to be as, as obedient as I possibly can and live my life the way God wants me to. <laughs> so I'm just trying to focus on that. Um, I'm trying not to compare myself on Instagram Um, I'm trying to not look up people on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever to see what other people are doing. I'm like, I need to focus on me because the more I focus on what other people are doing, I miss out on what God has for me, you know? And I'm just like, I can no longer do that. I'm gonna just get up and do what I need to do and do what he wants me to do. So that's one thing is that I've learned and I, and I know I'm damn near almost 30 and I've should know all these things already but it takes time for people to people like me to figure these things out you know I have to learn it the hard way I have to like stress myself out to the point where I'm on my knees crying I can't count how many times I've cried in the shower without my family knowing my family aka my husband Colin and Alani I mean Alani will probably walk away from me anyway because she doesn't know what I'm going through but there's been so many times on my way to work, on my way from home, from work to go to the gym or just home in general while I'm crying. I just have moments of crying and I'm just like, I just need to get it out. But I now what I do is I just drive in silence or I try to listen to gospel just to get myself back, you know, to normal because I'm like this too shall pass and nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary and my time will come, you know. So, I just have to keep praying and just living life. And when it comes to fitness and progress, like I have to stop comparing myself to people's bodies because every woman's body is different, every man's body is different. And I can't, I just can't keep doing this to myself, you know, because it just drives my, I drive myself crazy. And I beat myself up a lot. Like, honestly, I might as well suck myself in the face. Like, (laughs) I just, I just really beat myself up so bad. Like, nobody else can really hurt me because I hurt myself so much. I know that's kind of deep. But yes, I hurt myself so much that if anybody else says something about me, I'll be like, yeah, I said it first. (laughs) Like, it's not going to bother me. And I feel like. You know, when it comes to bodies and and weightlifting and cardio, everybody's body is going to react different to whatever workout you're doing. I have a couple of people that are just now getting into the gym who have lost so much weight in the past few months. And I've been in the gym since 2015. But you know, they say like, when you're new to the gym, you tend to lose weight quicker because your body is in shock and your body is kind of like, okay, this is new. What are we doing? So that's why they say people who have been training for years, it's harder to make progress because your body adapts to things so quickly, you know, and I feel like that's kind of what's happening to me. I have to like not switch it up too much to the point where my body gets confused, but do like progress overload, you know, just lift heavier, lift lighter some days, lift heavier here. Um, do some sprints here and there, just try different things, going outside more and stuff like that. Um, So I have to teach myself like everybody's body is not the same. You see this everywhere quotes. People tell you this all the time. But like I said, it takes me, it takes me to realize things like really, really late for me to get it. So that's my second takeaway is learning that my progress slash process is not going to be like everyone else's or the person next to you, whatever. So my third takeaway is you don't need to take everything seriously. You don't need to take any everything personally either. I take things personally. I'm still trying to get to the meaning, not to the meaning, but I'm trying to figure out why I take things so personally. Because I feel like there's a reason. You know, I'm not trying to look For a reason. But sometimes I take things so personally that sometimes I have to check myself. Like, what are you so mad about? It's not that deep. Why am I so mad? I don't know if it stems from childhood or people talking about me, me being bullied when I was younger. But it stems from something and I'm trying to figure it out. Like when people flake on me, I'm just like, ugh. Like I get get so mad because I'm just like, I feel like it comes from... Being let down, being disappointed, you know, I was raised by a single mother, and my dad wasn't in my life, so I don't know if him you know quote unquote abandoning me was the is the issue um I'm but like I said, I'm still working through that. I don't know what the issue is, but I'm eventually gonna figure it out. but I take things personally a lot like if people like if I text you. And you don't text me back for days or weeks or if I'm FaceTiming you or calling you and you don't respond. I'm just like, okay, what did I do? Why is she acting like this towards me? Blah, blah, blah. Like I get really um, defensive, you know, and I'm just like, why do I get so defensive about that? I'm just like, maybe that person is going through something or maybe because I know it's no beef. Maybe this person didn't get my message or maybe something came up with them, you know. So now I mean, let's be real. Let me cut that out, though. Some people be flaking for dumb stuff over just dumb stuff. Okay, I'm not going to touch on that too much, but people be flaking over dumb stuff. But there are some people who don't reach out back to me or something like that and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you know what? Maybe they're going through something. Maybe things are going on in their life and I don't know about it. Maybe they're not ready to talk, you know, so I try to have as much understanding as I possibly can. And I have to try to let those things go in the future because I'm like, I'm just driving myself crazy again, thinking I'm the problem. And back to my job, like I, at one point I was taking my job too seriously, which is why I was so stressed. I'm like, you know what? In the past month or so, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm not, I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to do my job. This isn't a career for me, but I'm going to do my task I'm gonna check off my task, and I'm going home. Like I'm, and I feel like a lot of people right now, especially my age, we are at these jobs that really don't care about us, don't really care about what we got going on, don't care about our well being, and we're doing over the top work. You know, and I told myself, I said, I'm not doing this. Y'all not about to run me down. I laugh and talk at work now. You know, I I have to. If I don't laugh at work, especially dealing with. The mental ill, I'm sorry, I'm not going to say dealing with, let me scratch that. Handling, working with the mental illness or mentally ill um, is a very tough job. You know, it's tough on you mentally. Like you really have to implement a self-care routine or some type of self-care something when you get home from work because it makes you go mentally insane if, You let allow what they're going through or their mental capacity like dwell on you. I don't know if that makes sense, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. But, um, handling people in general, the public is mind blowing, it's annoying. People act like they don't have common sense, or when it comes to mental illness, like you don't know what they're going through, they can pop up or pop off on you. In a quick second due to, you know, whatever they got going on mentally because it's drugs involved or they, they're dealing with trauma from kids. Like I was like, I can't, you know, allow this to affect me anymore. And I'm a, I'm the kind of person when I'm at work, I, I have to be told that I'm doing a good job. I'm not going to lie. Cause if you're not telling me something, I feel like I'm just kind of failing And I feel like I had to tell myself, well, if I was doing something wrong, she would have told me by now, you know? So now I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to do what I can. Um, I'm going to serve who I can serve. And that's what it is. I can't take this job too seriously because if I do, I'm going to run myself crazy. Okay. So that's an example of taking stuff too seriously Um, When people joke around about certain things, it depends on what it is. Sometimes I can take things too seriously because I believe when people joke about stuff, there's a truth to it. It's just you're adding jokes and laughs to it so it won't seem serious. But there's always truth to a joke to me. Always. Because if it wasn't, I feel like it wouldn't be said. So depending on what's being joked about in front of me or towards me, I can get offended very, very quickly. Um, I think that stems from my mother. She gets she gets defensive very quickly and I get defensive very quickly. So, you know, that's something that I'm trying to work on because my therapist has told me taking things too seriously and getting really in defense mode stems from anxiety. And when she told me that, I said, Girl, you talking to the you preach it to the choir because that is me, you know, and she's had to tell me not everything is that serious like little things like I worry about Alani, my daughter, you know, I I allow her to use the iPad sometimes. And sometimes I need her to have have the iPad. I'm going to be completely honest. If I got something to do around the house or if I'm doing her hair or if I need her to just be distracted for a couple of minutes or 30 minutes, I will give her the iPad. Okay. Because I don't care what anybody say, but I always make sure that she has outside time too. To equal up to what she's doing on, not equal up to what she's doing on screen, but to like, if she spends 30 minutes on the iPad, she's going to get 30 minutes of outside time because that's all I did was outside time when I was a kid. So she's going to do the same. And I know we don't see that often, but times are changing. But, um, I get worried sometime when I have her use the iPad too much. Cause I'm like, oh my God, it's going to affect her later I need to take her outside, like, blah, blah, blah. And I've talked to my therapist about this. And she's like, Jasmine, just take her outside. (laughs) She said, if she's on the iPad longer than what you thought and you can't make it outside due to weather or whatever, it's okay. She won't change overnight for being on the iPad too long. You know, she's just like, let it go. A lot of mothers use it as a distraction. It's, you're not the only one, you know? So it's little things like that. Where I take too seriously and I take too personally. And those are my three takeaways from the past, from last month and just the past few months. And that's what I wanted to share. I'm hoping you guys understand my takeaways. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you listening have gone through the same thing or is going through the same thing. So I thought I'd share. Like I said in the beginning, this is the seventh episode. I think I'm going to do one more and just wrap it up. I might have a guest. I don't know yet, but I'm definitely going to wrap it up after eight episodes, which will be the eighth one will be next Tuesday. So and then I'll just do season two. I don't know when I haven't even thought about it, but I knew in the beginning. I was like, OK, I'm just going to do eight episodes for my first go around, see how I do and then go from there. <laughs> so that's today's episode, July Takeaways. I will see you guys next Tuesday for my last episode. I'm really excited. I'm so glad that I got to 100 plays. I don't know if that's a huge deal, but they emailed me about it. So I feel like it is. (laughs) So I will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye.